You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Hello and welcome to the latest Today's Conveyancer podcast. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by Hannah Nicholson. Hannah is the founder of a new conveyancing tech organization, Move Genius. And today's podcast is about technology. It's about conveyancing. It's about where the uh, space is moving. We're going to talk a little bit about blockchain, which still goes well over my head. So I'm hoping, Hannah, that you can give me a little bit of an idea about what an earth blockchain is. But I thought it would be sensible to start at who you are and what you do. You're obviously the founder of Move Genius, but uh, what's the background and, and where did the idea come from? Thanks for having me on. Um, so yeah, I'm the founder of Move Genius, which is a digital onboarding platform for estate agents to speed up the home buying and selling process. Um, I'm a lawyer by background. Um, I worked in the city for four years uh, before quitting my job and set up Move Genius earlier this year. Um, recently, for the last three months, I've been part of an incubator program called the Block Dojo, which was founded actually by Craig Massey, who set up the prop tech company Yorkies, which is now part of Zoopla. So during the last three months, we began building our MVP, which we're just finalizing, testing the market, and we've got various pilots coming up um, ahead of our official launch in January next year. And your role is around direction of the business and product management? Yeah, that's correct. So um, our team, we have two developers at the moment who are building the MVP. I'm focused on sales, product development, business strategy, a bit of everything. And we're going to be hiring uh, later in the year. And I remember chatting to you about this, but it's an all female lineup, isn't it? Which is really unusual in this space. Yes, we are all women so far. Two female developers are hard to come by. That's fantastic. You're a lawyer by background. So are you a property lawyer? So I was a tech disputes lawyer. Um, So I worked in corporate law. Well, the idea was born when I bought a house, uh, which was very slow and painful. And then I began looking into the legal process, um, why it was so slow. So it kind of arose out of my background as a lawyer and being a first time buyer, as my peers around me also are going through the same thing. Um, I think there's kind of a lack of understanding as to what the process entails and a lack of transparency. So when I was doing a lot of earlier research, um, I was looking at other legal jurisdictions and seeing who had had success in building prop tech companies or had a seamless convincing process. Um, So I was looking at Scotland and Australia, for example, um, and it really does come down to the law. So in the UK, um, the burden is on the buyer. We have buyer beware of, of information. Whereas in these jurisdictions, the burden's on the seller to provide information to buyers. And this is the mentality we're really trying to trying to change. And to be fair, there's a huge move around this in the whole conveyancing space. And we've covered that uh, on the podcast before. So as an onboarding tool for estate agents, how does Move Genius kind of work in practice? Yeah, so why don't I start by defining what we think onboarding is. So for us, that entails digital ID checks, vendors completing legal forms and ordering local searches. 
So these are things that either normally happen post offer once a buyer has been found and some of it um, at the point of listing. But usually this is all a manual process. So we're taking the administrative manual task off the state agent's plates so that they can focus on selling. So the vendors are sale ready and they provide a better customer service um, and their vendors can move faster. So an interesting fact is um, fall throughs. One fall through can cost estate agents up to £4,000. So we aim to cut fall throughs and, and as well as saving them time, uh, save them money. And how does Move Genius then link with the conveyancing process? Because you've got the estate agents obviously at, at one end of, or at the start of the process, how do you then filter that information that you're collating to the conveyancing process? Yeah. So our MVP, we're building in a functionality where vendors can add their conveyancer to the platform. So this ensures, for example, that these lawyers accept the searches that have been carried out previously. That's quite an important point. But we're focusing solely on legal onboarding for estate agents. We're not trying to boil the ocean as such and fix the whole conveyancing process. We think the most important part is getting to exchange when you have a binding contract. I suggested that we'd talk a little bit about blockchain because I know that what is going to underpin MoveGenius in the future is blockchain. What is your definition of, of blockchain? Help me out here because it still seems as though it's a very distant thing that we can't quite grasp yet. Yeah, so I mean, for us, why we use blockchain is it creates a single source of truth. So data that is stored on the blockchain is immutable and it can't be altered. So for us, this is really useful for recording title data um, as it can't be changed and it eliminates fraud. And this costs fraud costs the land registry millions of pounds a year in compensation. So in the future, we're going to be using blockchain to accumulate all this static data and upfront information that we receive from vendors in order to create a property logbook as such as of upfront information that's attached to the property. And for us, blockchain is the cheapest and securest way to do this. So you were explaining before that your MVP isn't currently built on blockchain because it's so expensive. Talk me through that process because uh, if you're hoping to get to blockchain at some point in the future, there's there's quite a, a bridge to gap. Um, yes and no. I mean, using blockchain is relatively cheap and environmentally friendly. For us, we're not using it straight away because we need to accumulate this data. And once you have a certain amount of data, it's very quick and easy to use. Um, so it has very good storage functionality. So you see that Move Genius will what almost morph into some sort of property logbook organization or uh, how does that sort of onboarding to property logbook workflow work? Yeah, I mean, I'm always willing to partner with people. I've spoken to logbook companies such as Hippler. Um, and I think they're building fantastic products. Um, I don't think we will be a logbook company. Uh, we will focus on onboarding, but obviously you collect a lot of data. And if this data is connected to the property rather than the owner's name, this can avoid duplication of finding upfront information in the future. For example, 
Um, we provide a lot of upfront information on the property, such as your average electricity bills, your council tax price, and a lot of info that's going to be mandated in the future um, going forward. So this could be attached to the property, stored on blockchain because it's static data um, and is something that doesn't need to be duplicated again. So imagine that we've gone through the cycle of the of home ownership and we've got a a home that was previously sold using Move Genius that's back up for sale. Is it possible to kind of tap back into that information that was used previously in the sale to create a better seller's pack, for want of a better word, in the future? Exactly, because more information can be added to the chain and future sellers could have access to a private encrypted key to access that data. Um, this obviously wouldn't be personal information about the previous sellers, so there are no kind of data privacy issues. It's publicly accessible information that we've extracted um, and, and put together. So at the moment, there's this huge debate about the relationship between agents, conveyances, technology. You've obviously entered this market with a, a tech background and some experience of having gone through the home buying process. How do you see that that relationship is going to develop over the next few years? So I think the shift is already beginning. There's obviously a greater push from trading standards about providing buyers with upfront information. So I think as where we're starting, agents are seeking tech solutions to help them going forward. And that's why we've entered this, this section of the market. Um, ultimately, it's about the customer, the home buyer or vendor. Um, and agents need to provide better customer service um, and work with conveyances alike. So they need to work closer in order to avoid this duplication of work and delays. Um, I think it's great that there are institutions uh, and tech companies like PEXA who are coming to the UK to change the industry. Um, but it's all about collaboration between such organizations and tech companies, um, which will be instrumental to, to progress. It has to be a collaborative effort. You've mentioned PEXA there, and there are a number of other organizations in and around this technology space. Kojuke come to mind. Um, VEA, there's, there's a whole raft of them that are, are entering this onboarding but kind of taking the the process or making the process a bit more straightforward one of the big challenges is going to be that integration piece between these different systems as inevitably the market picks up uh, on market forces they, they they choose whichever system they're going to run with how do you ensure that everybody's going to be, going to be able to tap into move genius and what does the industry need to do to ensure that everybody can work together in the way that you're highlighting? Mm. It's a very important question. Um, at this stage, we're just focusing on integration with estate agents. Um, I think integration with existing systems is important if those underlying systems are fit for purpose. But I think there are many CRN systems which are clunky, outdated. So there almost needs to be an evaluation as to whether there needs to be a complete overhaul. Um, having said that, in terms of integration with agents, they don't want to be logging into different platforms and consumers want a seamless experience. So we, in the future, we'll be able to plug into C 
CRM systems and provide a fully white labeled product for consumers. At this stage, I think we need to get each of those pieces, the agent piece, the conveyancer piece in particular as well, streamlined and more efficient before we integrate agents and conveyancers and mortgage brokers working together. You're a, a lawyer. Uh, you can probably see the question I'm going to ask next, which is lawyers don't tend to change things very, very quickly. So the level of change that you're kind of suggesting there, you know, whether CRM systems are fit for purpose, that kind of thing. Do you see that happening in the short term, realistically? I do think digital convincing will be a possibility in a matter of time, potentially in the next two to five years. But I do think it's baby steps. As I said before, we've got to focus on the small pieces in the chain rather than trying to boil the ocean, as people like to say, and do everything at once. So it's very much a progressive, iterative um, approach, which requires collaboration between different tech solutions um, and ultimately a change in industry mindset, um, which is the most difficult thing. For now, we're trying to educate the consumer and the vendors so they understand why this needs to change and why they need to provide buyers with more upfront information. And I've asked this question of a number of people recently. Do you think that market forces are going to make the change that we need to make, whether it's an educational change, whether it's a, uh, an industry change? Or do you think that we need some level of government intervention to actually make this happen? I do think there needs to be impetus from higher authorities, but I do think the industry is willing and able to change and, and initiate this. We've obviously got, for example, trading standards who are mandating changes to upfront information. We've got the home buying and selling group who does a lot of research and, and debate about this. So I think together, uh, there doesn't necessarily need to be government change. I think there are enough tech companies at the moment popping up. And once all those companies can be pieced together, there will be enough impetus for change. You say you're targeting estate agents for now. What part of the market are you provisionally going after, do you think? Do you think it's the high street estate agent? Do you think it's this digital online estate agent? Do you think it's more the corporate estate agent that's going to adopt technology first? I mean, for us, um, the most repeatable, scalable work is uh, focusing on our SME uh, go-to-market strategy. There are 12,500 SME agents in the UK. Um, not to say we aren't talking to the bigger agents, um, but obviously the, the time frame for change is slightly slower in these organizations. It's been great to see how willing estate agents are actually seeking out tech solutions and, and looking to change so that they can focus on their business of selling. Um, potentially digital agents such as Purple Bricks, for example, uh, maybe more receptive uh, and technically able and minded um, to, to look at these solutions as well. Um, but for now, we, we, are, we will be focusing on um, SME branches. I think the big challenge is that leap, if you like, from the information that's being collated by the agent actually being transferred into some sort of file or, or part, be part of the file opening process for the conveyance. 
um, because that's a leap at the moment that seems to be a bit of a bridge too far. Yeah, I think it's a very piecemeal process at the moment, and that's why we're trying to streamline it all into one platform. Um, so all the onboarding is in one piece. I know some agents use Excel sheets still and have to chase vendors to see where they are in the onboarding process and chase for manual paper documents. So starting with that simple step um, is progress in some way. And a final thought really around digital conveyancing. I mean, clearly move genius and, and you think that it's a possibility and it, it's going to happen. How long a time frame are we looking at, do you think, realistically to make this happen? I think digital onboarding, we're looking at the next year. Uh, we're launching in January next year. We've got pilots coming up and I've had a great reception. Um, I think someone has to be ambitious about making change um despite all the uh skeptics <laughs> maybe i shouldn't say that uh someone has to be ambitious to make change um and as i said before i think um the tide is is just shifting so hannah you suggested that you're looking at a january launch for move genius yeah that's correct um we are working with some sme and larger agents um with pilots from october and then we're launching our MVP in January next year. It's very much going to be an iterative process of uh, assessing the market, what's receptive and what key features um, agents really want. So in some senses, we'll be creating more bespoke platforms for larger agents. So we'll be launching in January next year, iterating on the process and really finding out what key features the market want. Um you discussed there that you were looking at building something quite bespoke for people. Is it the plan then that Move Genius is going to be different for different people or is it going to be a relatively standard kind of platform? Um, I think initially it will be standardised. That's really what the scalable product is for SMEs. We have a lot of um, ideas and features in the pipeline but I think to start off with will be a very slick, seamless platform, which is very user friendly. And then we will build from there. I think I mentioned that I've spoken to a number of organisations that are all engaged in improving this onboarding process, Hannah. And, uh, I, you know, I see that Move Genius obviously has got a, a space in that in that market as well. So I wish you all the very best of of luck with your uh, with your work and your launch in January. The Today's Conveyancer podcast is available on your preferred podcast provider. It's also available on todaysconveyancer.co.uk. Hannah, thank you very much indeed for joining the podcast today. Thanks for having me, David. And thank you very much indeed to everybody for listening in. We'll see you again soon. You're listening to the Today's Conveyancer podcast, the leading source of information for residential property lawyers in England and Wales. Don't forget to subscribe and sign up to our free newsletter at todaysconveyancer.co.uk. You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter.